You're listening to Too Much on Her Plate, the podcast for smart, busy women who are tired of running on the hamster wheel and are ready to create freedom from overeating and emotional eating. I'm your host, clinical psychologist, author, and a smart, busy woman too, Dr. Melissa McCreary. Sometimes we tell ourselves things that aren't completely true. And if we repeat them over and over and over again to ourselves, we start to accept them as truth. And if that's hard to wrap your head around, if it's hard to accept that, just look at what's going on in our society today. Words get repeated over and over and over again, and things that are blatantly untrue become accepted. And we do this to ourselves every single day. So for instance, we overeat and we tell ourselves it's comfort. It's for comfort. It's comforting. But when it's the reason that you're overeating, I'm not talking about all kinds of comfort eating, right? But when it's the reason you're overeating and you don't want to be overeating, comfort eating isn't really comforting. At least not when you look at the big picture, when you look beyond the last you know, 30 minutes after you ate the lasagna or you had the cookies. And if it was, you wouldn't have ambivalent feelings about it, or it wouldn't feel like a problem. Real lasting comfort usually requires time spent in discomfort. Real lasting comfort usually requires time spent in discomfort. Because we have to, we have to get uncomfortable. We have to know what we feel and what we need in order to be able to address those things, in order to be able to create real lasting comfort. Now, there are different kinds of discomfort. Diet mentality falsely teaches us that the way to success, in air quotes, right? Diet mentality teaches us that the way to success is being constantly uncomfortable by doing hard things, making ourselves uncomfortable doing hard things, and then having enough willpower to stick with them. That whole model isn't possible, and it's not true. You do not have to create a long list of uncomfortable hard things to do and have enough willpower, which you can't have forever, to stick with those hard things. And while feeling bad or forcing yourself to do something unpleasant is discomfort, if that's where you start, it is not nearly as likely to be helpful in the way that you hope. That may have been confusing, so stick with me, all right? The discomfort that pays off is the discomfort of taking your power back from your thoughts, your beliefs, and the way you talk to yourself. If you want freedom from overeating, if you really want to feel peace and an end to struggles with food, this is the place to start. So let's talk about discomfort. Discomfort has really gotten a bad rap. We live in the society that tells us that we should always be seeking comfort, that the goal is comfort, that self-care is comfort, that we should always be striving to feel good or to create ease. And sometimes the opposite is true. I mean, think about it. We learn and we grow when we step outside of our comfort zones, when we stretch ourselves. We build resilience when we get uncomfortable and when we realize that didn't kill us or that wasn't so hard or we can do that. We grow our leadership when we find our voice and say the hard thing or look at the difficult feeling or the situation right in the eye when we tackle the difficult relationship. And you can transform your relationship with food and with your eating 
when you allow yourself the discomfort of believing and thinking and trying uncomfortable things or things that might feel uncomfortable right now. So discomfort, feeling it and knowing that we are bigger than and stronger than that feeling of discomfort is incredibly empowering. Sometimes, almost always, the thing we need to do if we want to change something is to allow that kind of discomfort. And this is especially true when it comes to changing your eating habits and your relationship with food. So to be clear, I'm not talking about the discomfort of forcing yourself to do the same old thing one more time while pushing yourself harder or talking to yourself more harshly. Diet mentality conditioning tells us that to change our eating, we need to get uncomfortable by doing. It's all about doing. We need to do hard things or we need to do without. Our diet mentality conditioning tends to have us focus on what we will do and not do and that to change we need to do and not do uncomfortable things. Sometimes that's true, but you know what doesn't work? What doesn't work is forcing ourselves to do and not do uncomfortable things without addressing the way we think and the beliefs we have and the way we talk to ourselves. If we don't shift our mindset, all that doing, 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 it only leads to stress and overwhelm and wearing ourselves out. And when you shift your thoughts and your beliefs and the way that you talk to yourself, what happens is that so much of that tough doing that you think you have to do isn't even necessary. I'm going to say that again because it may not seem real and it is so powerful. When we don't start by doing, when we shift our thoughts and our beliefs and the way that we talk to ourselves, so much of that tough doing that diet mentality would have you believe is oh so necessary so much of that tough doing isn't even necessary or called for. It falls away. Okay, so shifting your thinking might sound easy and simple. Or maybe you already know how hard or how uncomfortable it can feel to practice talking to yourself differently. It is so much easier said than done for most of us. So maybe you know how hard it is to practice using self-compassion instead of constant criticism, or how scary it can feel to challenge a belief, like the one you may have that you need to step on the scale every single day, even though it haunts you and leaves you feeling awful and has the potential to color the whole rest of your day. Maybe you know how unanchored you might feel if you let go of that thought that the only answer is to get yourself on another rigid food plan even though you know in your heart it's not going to work and it won't last. Testing out new thoughts and beliefs and new ways of treating ourselves, it can be the most uncomfortable thing of all. Testing out new thoughts and beliefs and new ways of treating ourselves, that can be stepping into discomfort. Let me give you some examples. Discomfort, real growth discomfort, might be to decide, I'm going to measure my success without the scale. Or, I'm going to feed myself when I'm hungry. I am going to let myself eat when I'm hungry. Discomfort might be playing with the thought, it is safe to feel my feelings. 
or it is safe to experiment with getting hungry. I can let myself get hungry. Maybe it's the thought I can change my eating and still eat the food that I love. Maybe your discomfort, your uncomfortable thought is working on the belief I can stop when I've had enough. Or I can take an hour for myself. Or what about I don't have to get it perfect. I can have days when I overeat and still make progress toward my goal. Changing your thinking, changing your beliefs, changing the way you talk to yourself can feel scary or wrong. Or sometimes what can feel worst of all is when you try to figure out how to think or believe differently and you just go blank. Do you ever have that experience where you know what you don't want to do? You know what you don't want to do. You know what you don't want to think or say to yourself or to somebody else, but you don't have a clue how to make it happen. You don't have a clue what not doing that looks like. A, this is normal. It is normal to not have a clue. And B, this is the blank blind spot of change. And it is uncomfortable, especially for high achievers who are so used to being able to make things work, right? Who are so used to knowing the answer. But if you want real freedom from overeating and real peacefulness with food, it is necessary. And it, it, that discomfort and changing your thinking and looking at your beliefs often comes with reaching those blank blind spots of change. It can be uncomfortable. And it's necessary because you can't create something different when you think and believe and tell yourself the same things you always did. Discomfort is uncomfortable, right? And our society gives us so many ways to avoid discomfort. Comfort eating is just one of them. Scrolling, numbing, Netflix binges, being a workaholic or keeping yourself constantly overwhelmed with the stress that we create half the time, right? We tell ourselves that these things are comforting, but they aren't, at least not in a lasting way, not real deep lasting comfort. And honestly, these things that we do to avoid discomfort, they block your path to change. The way out, the way to change is sometimes almost always messy. And it is sometimes, well, it almost always feels graceless because it's not familiar. It's not the path you're used to dancing down. It's not the neural pathway that your brain is used to taking. Change is different. It is discomfort. And your old brain is going to be more than happy to tell you you are doing it wrong, right? It should feel different (laughs) than it feels. Do you know that we're hardwired to resist change? So the act of change itself is uncomfortable. Take a deep breath. Know that it is normal. Know that you are normal when you feel uncomfortable. Know that you are bigger than the discomfort. Be brave. It is so worth it. Give yourself permission to experiment with allowing discomfort. Don't always expect yourself to feel confident and great. Ask yourself what the unstoppable version of you does on a hard, uncomfortable day, instead of telling yourself that the unstoppable version of you never has hard, uncomfortable days. By the way, that's a new thought. Ask yourself what your unstoppable self does after she's overeaten, after she's had the discomfort of making a choice she doesn't love. You're stronger than discomfort, allowing 
discomfort in and surviving it helps you find your strength again. It helps you grow your confidence in yourself. Most of all, allowing discomfort, allowing yourself to be imperfect, and allowing yourself to try a new way with food is how you create a new way with food. And this is the part that you know, I'm going to tell you, if you want to be a part of a group that will celebrate your new thoughts and beliefs, where I will coach you through those blind spots, where you will learn how to combine new thoughts and beliefs and ways of treating yourself with behaviors that change your eating, then it is beyond time that you join me in your missing piece. This is the program where we dive in to how to be uncomfortable and unstoppable at the same time without all the stress and the drama and without quitting on yourself. Be brave. Allow yourself discomfort. Do you know how liberating it feels when you take your power back from your self-sabotaging, overeating taskmaster and your inner perfectionist? It is divine. And I know how our brains work, right? Our brains say, okay, I can do this. I just need to try it one more time. I don't need, I don't need support. I don't need a group to do this. And so let me share with that part of your brain what one of our participants, what Amanda shared about your missing piece. She said, your missing piece was so worth my investment. I've done Weight Watchers for almost 20 years off and on. I've read many books on cognitive therapy skills about dieting and overeating. They helped me lose weight, but I would always regain it. These programs didn't address the core emotions that caused me to overeat, and their approach proved to be too complex or rigid to continue with every day. After completing your missing piece, I eat mindfully, I eat less, and I feel more satisfied and less guilty when I do eat. The program showed me how to successfully pinpoint the exact emotions, feelings, situations that trigger me to overeat and what, kind of, what I can do instead. Now, instead of just being on autopilot and grabbing something to eat when I'm not even physically hungry, I have effective alternate strategies. I'm also calmer and happier with myself. Most other programs are 90% about what and how to eat, and they tend to make you feel totally deprived, something most of us don't need at all. Your missing piece is a completely different approach. Amanda said, I think any woman who struggles with weight issues needs to do this program because you need to know that you can be empowered instead of following a regimen and you can get off the dieting hamster wheel. That, my friends, is what happens when you address your feelings, your thoughts, your beliefs, and the way that you talk to yourself. Your results and your experience are always going to be unique to you. Experiment. Be brave. Be uncomfortable. You are stronger than you think, and stepping out of your comfort zone is how you create freedom from overeating. If you're ready to lose your overeating and emotional eating habits, and you are ready to step into a relationship with food that fits you, one that doesn't rely on willpower and deprivation, then now is the time to join your missing piece. Enrollment is open, and this is the perfect time to join me. Go to toomuchonherplate.com forward slash freedom, or just click on the link in the show notes. Your Missing Piece is the program where I show you step-by-step how to create freedom from overeating with a unique combination of psychologist-designed, personalized work-with-me, coaching, and smart strategy. You'll learn how to reclaim your power, ditch the diets, and create results that are built 
to last. Check it all out at too much on her plate.com forward slash freedom. And I'll see you inside.